Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, this is Steve Bloom, and you are listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Hello and welcome to Altered Geek Unlimited episode 61. I'm your host Steve Megatron Phillips and joining me this week is not the double mic syndrome. It is Steve Two and Mike. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. So yes, uh, just right off the start of the show, mm-hmm. sorry for the 45 minute diatribe on Destiny last week. <laughs> um, it was your destiny to live through that. I was... Surviving. I I don't mean any ill will or any uh, uh you know uh, meanness or whatever in my my saying that to the other two hosts. I just I had nothing to contribute to that, and I don't care about the game. I I it if they would have cool. talked Diablo three, I would have yeah. talked that. Which <laughs> I did get the expansion Saturday because oh, uh, my yeah my friend that I used to work with that I went to high school with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was playing regular Diablo 3 and he's like, what are you doing right now? And I'm like, I'm playing Act 3 for the, uh, I don't know, 50th something time. Because um, I can't level up anymore, so they have this thing called Paragon Levels, which is it's more powered up version. It, it, it's like a simulated level up, which is stupid. Um, so I'm Paragon Level... Now I'm Paragon level like 62 or something, but and then level 70 with the expansion now. But um, the highest the regular lets you go is 60 for the level, and and then uh, you get a lot more items and uh, modes to play in, and things that you can get and upgrade if you get the expansion. So in this instance, I think Diablo actually hit it off and did really well because before I was getting really bored. Um, and this is the first time I've seen an expansion actually do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides add another, an entirely another act. And mind you, Act 5 is hell <laughs> on, any, on any level. We started it out kind of like... Uh, they actually have like nine different modes. Not to you know jump on the, the video game bandwagon right off the bat. But <laughs> um, I started playing it anyway and he, he gave me a promo code. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's a twenty dollar add on. I just I didn't feel like buying it because I didn't know. And he's like, hey, here's the 
the promo code and uh, punch this in, and you'll have the expansion. I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and uh, so he got me the expansion, and then uh, uh, we played that for <laughs> about five hours. Um, and uh, he leveled me up, got me through the, the stuff, and uh, I, I did get better at the game throughout it. And um, But, yeah, the... Uh, the levels, there's like normal, there's hard, it, it, there's normal, there's like nightmare, there's hell, and then there's like six levels of torment. <laughs> uh, like literally torment level one through six. And then <laughs> uh, like before the expansion, I could play level up to level six with other people on there and I was doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> torment level one... <laughs> It's about as far as I can go in the new in the expansion because I get thrashed something terrible. Um, it, it just it's it's hard. So, but yeah, I I was enjoying that the other day. Awesome. Well, I have been constantly dealing with my upstairs neighbors for the last I don't know month and a half. So to make a very long story short. I used to be in a aftercare program that it's a state run program. I was in it when I was still a child of the state back when I was, oh God, 17, 18, you know, 16, 17 years old. They had this aftercare program where they would have a HUD program. Well, that HUD program shut down, and in turn, they allowed me to take over the lease at this apartment so my mom and I could have a place to live that was a two bedroom apartment. The apartment above us where I used to live, like back in 2011, uh, was also a Boys Haven apartment at the time. Apparently, as of this month, they supposedly signed over the lease into the girl's name who was living there because she exited the program. She aged out or something or other. And the last three and a half weeks before this supposedly just happened... I've seen her maybe three or four times, and every time else in the last three weekends, I've called the cops five times in the last three weekends, because constant noise, more noise than there has been, you know, in the last six months. And come to find out, it's a completely different woman living up there now, uh, who has three children. It's a two-bedroom apartment. Um... So unless the other girl, the original girl, is still living there, uh, which we have no idea. So I've been trying to get to the bottom of this, and I just let the, you know, I filled the landlord in because apparently they have no lease in that apartment right now. The landlord doesn't. So it's like, uh, are we dealing with squatters? Are we dealing But these people are so inconsiderate. They'll let their kids run around at like 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. We're trying to sleep, damn it. It's like, oh my god. So that's what I've been dealing with recently. Um, hopefully everyone goes over to geekcastradio.com, checks out Remote Control. It's the new TV podcast. It is not replacing the telecast. I think I mentioned this before. It's not replacing the telecast, but it's doing something with TV that Kevin wasn't quite sure how to eventually get it covered. Uh, remote Control is anything from the year 2000 and whatever now is uh, for television uh, so we've got that launched. We've got, as of this recording, we will have 
three episodes out total. Uh, we've got the, the episode zero, the introduction, uh, pilot premiere for Gotham, and pilot premiere for Scorpion uh, will be out. And then after that is Stalker and Flash. So that's what's going on there. Um, because I've been so focused on remote control, my brain has lost every ability to even control the pullback schedule for comics. Um, I, uh, I feel like I'm a juggler in Haley's Circus, for crap's sake, trying to figure out how the hell I'm going to get Punisher Month done and, 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 and everything else this year with my numbering scheme. This is the one time my entire life my numbering scheme is really kicking my arse here. Oh, Lord. So that's, I think it's funny. Huh? You finally get what you deserve. Mmm. <laughs> you can't see this, and the listeners can't see this, but I'm giving you the finger right now because I know you don't want any f bombs on this show. So mm, you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, so, yes, yes, yes. Um, so, anyways, in other news, yes. Um, I, I've been dealing with another issue around my house. Um, this one pertains to, uh, we've got this plumbing issue. Oh Lord. With the bathtub on the upstairs. Oh Lord. Which is leaking. (laughs) Nice. Into the basement bathroom. No, it's the, um, the bathtub. So whenever you stand in it or fill it with water, it, Mm -hmm. Literally drains a little bit of it uh, from the pipes into or on top of the toilet seat on the bathroom in the basement. Oh Lord, I'm not happy. Mm, I wouldn't think because we're gonna have we're gonna have a plumber come out and look at it for an estimate. So I'm hoping that's not a big pain in the ass. Um, the the tub where it sits in the house was not. It clearly should never have been put where it was put, but because there isn't enough room to tighten actual uh, copper piping mm-hmm. underneath uh, where they've got it sitting, there's these two floor joists that are literally like four inches apart. So there's not really a way to get a wrench in there and actually tighten it, hmm. or to fit one in there. It, it was just it was done pretty asinine. Of course. You know, it was the seventies. The guys were probably high, so, um, whatever. Um, little by little, this house will be new. I still have to fix the garage door, so I don't have to hold the remote or hold the um, the the button on the house on the inside of the garage to um, uh, allow us to shut the damn door. <laughs> Because it's got a sensor on it that's there's one that's plugged in, one that's not on the one side, and I don't know exactly what to do as far as that. Mm-hmm. So I've got to sit and kind of play around with it. So that'll be fun. Wow. But yeah. Like I said, little by little, this house is becoming normal. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Uh, anything else going on? Um. Potentially next episode, if I'm on, I will have a full 
kind of break down maybe for a topic of um, Batman the Animated Series Volume 3. Sweet. For the La La Land Records soundtrack, which just got released as of this recording. It just released October 7th, 2014. Um, so I shot my buddy, uh, my contact. At That's not nice. Why? You shouldn't shoot your buddies. Shut up. <laughs> I shot... Uh, my contact at La La Land Records an email. Uh, he said they just got the stuff in. And I'll send it out shortly, so I'm waiting on that as of this recording, but hopefully next week I will have a full write-up for that. Um, so that's going on. Uh, what else? Um, I think that's it for now. Alrighty, so without further ado, I'm going to hand it over to future Spock before we get into the news. Be back after this. Down here on your desk, I need to speak with you. Therefore, to not play with it would be illogical. Well, that was an odd piece there. Thanks, future Spock, for that. Um, uh, all right, uh, we'll get in with some television news. Uh, I think it's only fitting that uh, since you started a phenomenon that has, to date, our highest subscriber count, uh, <laughs> um, dealing with this particular genre of geekery, uh, I think that it's only fitting that you bring this up. God... Ladies and gentlemen, it was a very, very sad Saturday morning, October 4th, 2014, because that is the date. That is the date that Skynet took our cartoons away from us. As of Saturday, October 4th, 2014, there were no cartoons airing on Saturday morning. On any of the broadcast networks, uh, the whole concept of Saturday morning cartoons has basically gone out the window. Um, pretty much, the big networks are it's it's all you know live action stuff. Um, even Nickelodeon has kind of moved away from having cartoons on Saturday morning. They have Power Rangers at, like, noon, but that that's not the same as live action. Uh, but, you know, I remember even five to ten years ago, Saturday morning cartoons were everywhere. Um, but this past Saturday was the last Saturday that the CW aired its Vortex block of cartoons. Um, which is basically stuff like reruns of Justice League and that kind of stuff. And I think it was new episodes of Pokemon and, or actually that's like Cartoon Network now. Um, like, it was new episodes of various different cartoons. But this this past Saturday, nothing. No, no more Saturday morning cartoons. So our childhoods are effectively dead at this point. Um, and sure, we... We have DVDs, and we can, you know, show, you know, I don't have kids, but I know you do, and, you know, 
Um, it's one of those things where you can show your kids cartoons on Saturday morning, but it's kind of it's it's kind of different now. You, it's not going to be the same experience as we had as kids because getting up Saturday morning and parking your ass in front of the TV and watching the cartoons along with all of the commercials. You know, I'll, I'll tell you one thing about TV in general right now, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think, I don't remember as many old people advertising and lawyer advertising. I don't remember that 20, 10, 20, 30 years ago as much as it is on TV right now. And I'm not just talking about, like, overnight infomercials. I'm talking about, like, in the middle of the day, you know, Becker Law Office or, you know, this pill has gone bad. Call here. You may be able to sue. You know, I don't remember all of that kind of advertising years and years and years ago. And it really surprises me on some of this stuff. And with Saturday morning cartoons, it, it was a thing of the times. And... It's gone now, which sucks. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that a lot of the stations... I mean, I understand it. At the same time, it's not profitable. But who the hell actually listens to them damn infomercials? Because uh, I know I sure as hell don't. Um, and that's pretty much all Saturday and Sunday morning is. I mean, hell, why don't they just turn Sunday mornings into the Saturday mornings of television, of, of animation? Because, I mean, I know that there's a lot of different ways for... Uh, animation to be consumed yeah uh nowadays uh i i think that and and i understand it's it's you know the times changed there's there's it's just not it's just not the same and pretty much you know we can thank saved by the bell for the death of it um well you can started it started that revolution and then everything else trickled downhill (laughs) Um, you can really thank the worst show out of that entire franchise, and don't you dare say the college years, you can thank Saved by the Bell, the new class, for really kicking it into the ground. Well, the original one actually is the one that started the downward spiral and there. Right. It, 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 it really took away from the demographic. The new class just kind of started killing all types of television. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh... No, I mean, and and I, I mean, honestly, I was watching, even up until they quit doing it, uh, the CW, uh, which had their uh, vortex mm-hmm. uh, with Justice League Unlimited, Dragon Ball Z, nuts and bolts. Uh, just mm-hmm. I'd sit there and watch all the programs that were on for two, three hours on Saturday mornings, which again would repeat on Sundays. Yep. Um, and I'd watch them with my son, and. Uh, now I actually have to go into my DVD cache and dig out cartoons because there's none on TV. Yep. Um, I mean, I know that PBS plays some. I know that... Um, yeah, but what PBS plays is like... It's educational stuff, which it, it's, it's not a big deal. I don't care about that. And then there's... I've got, you know, some stuff from Disney, which, you know, don't get me wrong, I, I like some of the stuff that plays on there, too. Um I'm I'm excited for Star Wars Rebels. Uh, I watched the first episode of that. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, I just watched um, it too. It was interesting. Uh, but um, one, I don't have the channels anymore, so I can't watch Disney. And then mm-hmm. I can't it, Cartoon Network. I loathe them because they're not actually Cartoon Network. They're just um, crap network. Um, it, because they they play a lot of stuff that's not appropriate for kids that are younger on it. 
It, it, I, honestly, this should be split into two stations. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or two or three stations. Kind of like Disney has their Disney Junior and then they have their regular Disney. Yeah. Or, or they have their, uh, you know. It's their, Disney, Disney Junior, and Disney XD. Yeah, so they should have three stations like that. They should have one that's Adult Swim. That's all the questionable kind of content like that. They should have, you know, regular Cartoon Network that plays, you know, just anything from the 60s to now. And then they should have another one that's kind of like, you know, if they want the goofy, stupid crap like um, Teen Titans Go, like Mm -hmm. stupid crap, they should put it on there. Um so, I, I know it sounds like I'm bashing cartoons and no, stuff, I mean, I, but, I, I, but I, I think that that's because honestly, I'm not going to let my kid watch Cartoon Network. It's one they they flip flop the shows too damn much. Two, mm-hmm. they and that'll get into another subject we can bring up after. But oh yeah, um, they kill shows before like good shows before they get the chance to actually get going. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's almost like the Fox syndrome with animation and cartoon network uh you get um you know look at thundercats the the revival i'm not saying it was a great show but it it had potential Mm -hmm. but because it kept getting flip-flopped and replaced with crap programming it it killed it and then the same thing with green lantern the animated series and um the uh young Young justice which i thought had a lot of potential yep um so i mean it, it still boils down to that there's there's a lot of stuff that gets ruined because they're they're just screwing. I mean, if you don't want superheroes on your station, don't, don't pick make, them up. Yeah, well, that and don't make deals. Like I remember when it, old... it's like they're just grabbing a cash bag and they're saying, "Thank you very much. We'll play it." And then they they're like, "Oh, we're gonna switch it around. Oh, we're gonna switch it around. Oh, we're gonna switch it around." And then the show dies. Now, don't get don't, don't get us wrong, folks. We understand that there's a lot of time, effort, and production that goes into getting at least one episode of a cartoon done. But if you look at how Cartoon Network is handled, all of the cartoons that well, have been kicked off of there... Let's look at it during... Remember the... Uh, the, the, the I, I can't remember what they called it, but it, it was the late 90s. Oh, um... Oh God, what a cartoon. Or... Yeah, what a cartoon. And, yeah. and they played, to, you know, the... Uh, um, Dexter's Lab, uh, Cow and Chicken. I mean, granted, those aren't exactly kid appropriate either, but mm-hmm. they were entertaining. Uh, and they had they had a consistent block 
that you could count on, kind of like Toonami. I mean, uh, granted that, I mean, that's like the t- the teenager, you know, hotspot right there is Toonami, and I, I remember watching Toonami when I was a kid, and I loved it. And, you know, it, again, obviously there was enough love to that, that's why they brought it back. Mm-hmm. But it, it I, I think that, and it's not that the shows are garbage that are on there. I think it's the way that they they present everything. I mean, if you look at Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. I may not be the biggest fan of SpongeBob, but they've marketed that so well that it's hard not to recognize it as what it is. And it's hard not to realize that that damn show has been around for years. It's been around point. for a decade. Yeah. And then and then they've got you know the new Ninja Turtles cartoon on there. They've got Power Rangers. I mean, they've got they've got all these things that have ties. Mm-hmm. to us as kids that I think makes Nickelodeon stronger. Like it, I think it makes Disney and Nickelodeon much stronger than Cartoon Network in this day and age because oh, they're sticking by a lot of what made them what they are, but they're also... I, I mean, I'm not saying not to evolve mm-hmm. because I, I don't want to sound like a, you know, like, uh, you know, an old fart, get off my lawn type, you know, I, this is how it was when I was a kid. This is how it always should be. Um, yeah. But I, I, I applaud them for their ability to not kind of just throw things in there to throw things in there. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like everything that gets on their stations lasts at least you know two three years, and then they you know at least, and then they may go away or they may keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Well, see, here's the thing. Anyone can cite that a cartoon is too expensive to make. That has nothing to do... Like, okay, take take Turtles, for example. Turtles is, is going healthy. The Season 3 just started on Nickelodeon. And, and Season 2 just ended, mind you. Right. Season 2 just ended. Season 3 just started this past weekend. Okay? Or not this... Well, yeah, whatever. Anyway. Um, take... Turtles on Nickelodeon, okay? They own the rights to that. They're putting out the cartoon. I remember, and I'm going to have you put the link in the show notes somewhere. I remember when we talked to Abby Collins, she told us, this is last year maybe? It was earlier this year, I thought. It was earlier this year? Yeah, Uh, because I remember doing the art. Yeah, yeah, it was probably earlier this year. She told us at the time that... um, Let's see, the Abby Collins interview was published back in March of this year. In March, they were still in the middle of season two on Turtles, and she was telling us that Rob Paulson had just come out of a session for a season three episode. So, clearly the production on Turtles is far in advance of what they're airing. So... Let's say, for example... Well, I think that because they know they have a hit, they're fast-tracking it and trying to mm-hmm. keep the momentum going while it's still right. hot. Right. Now, you take someone like Cartoon Network, who, you know, you got, you know, what, the first six or seven episodes? And see, that was the other thing. Was it 2012? Was it 2012 or last year? Some, either in the last two years, at Comic-Con or somewhere, Cartoon Network came out the beginning of the year probably wasn't Comic-Con than if it was being... I remember the beginning of the year, it's like, next year, we're starting 
DC Nation on Cartoon Network, they made it this big, huge thing. It's going to be this big Saturday morning event. And then slowly, they slowly just started letting it die off. And it's like, seriously? Everybody loves these shows. Okay, sure, maybe the ratings weren't there. That's another thing people can cite, that the ratings weren't there. But still, it's like, don't futz with the schedule, people. I remember at two or three different times that... um, 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 was it Beware? No, it wasn't Beware. It was, um, either Green Lantern or Thundercats. Oh, yeah, th- uh, th- th- Thundercats. I can't talk tonight. Thundercats. Um, two or three different times it was on a Friday night or an early Friday evening or a late Saturday. They kept screwing with the schedule. It's like, don't do that. And don't give us extremely long amounts of hiatuses. You know, that's really what is killing cartoons. Is Again, I understand if production takes a long time. I understand that and I get that. I'm not complaining about that. I'm complaining about if Cartoon Network has... 13 episodes of a show to run. Uh, The only time I can forgive this is, say they start the first six weeks in November, or the first six weeks in October, and they run through, like, Thanksgiving, and then they take a break from it. Like, that's when I can forgive it, but Thundercats and Beware the Batman, the Green Lantern and Young Justice and all that stuff... That crap was airing during the summer at the time, and they still futzed with the schedule, and it screwed people over. I I know people have various ways that they like to watch their cartoons, whether it be DVD, Hulu, Netflix, whatever it is. But honestly, you know, getting up sometimes... I used to get up 5.30 in the morning, and I knew cartoons weren't on yet. They didn't start till 6 o'clock. But getting up 5.30, 5.45 to get ready for Saturday morning cartoons was a tradition. And now that's gone. Yep. Yep. So jumping into something similarly placed <laughs> into the Cartoon Network and Cartoon Realm. Uh-huh. Uh, Hub Network, uh-huh. uh, which I know that it was announced earlier on but i somehow missed it missed it um that hub was being dissolved into the the discovery family channel which Uh sounds retarded um we already have a family channel it's abc family which used to be fox family which used to be the family channel yeah um so this thing i heard about this Oh, geez, I don't know, a few months ago. And it actually is happening this next week. Now, I have looked, because I still have the hub. Um, and like you said, it's just going to, they're, they're just going to change the, the channel name. Um, I looked at the programming for the 13th and 14th of October. It is, most of it is... Cartoons that were on the hub, like Tiny Toons, Animaniacs, My Little Pony, Transformers Prime, Transformers Rescue Bots, in the morning during the week. But, like, from noon to 11 p.m. at night, it's completely different. It's just totally 
different listings, everything else. I I don't know. I guess with um, the next story we'll talk about, with that certain new show being on the other network we've just been bashing, I guess I can kind of probably cancel my extra channel package that I had to pay for to get the hub, which is only an additional $10, but I guess I can cancel that now since the hub isn't going to be the hub anymore and I can watch Transformers on Cartoon Network whenever they decide to air them. <laughs> you know? It's like... <laughs> I I don't know. I... The sad thing is, I don't think this is all Discovery's fault, the Discovery Communications' fault. I think this is the collaboration between them and Hasbro. I think Hasbro, uh, they wanted more out of the deal. Because the whole point of them showing their programs and everything else was to boost toy sales. Um, and Discovery's like, yeah, no, Bye. Kinda, kind of. I mean, that's the most, you know, layman term I can come up with for that. Oh, Lord. Yep. Sucks. So, anyways, uh, DC has decidedly uh, thought that they should include Wally West in The Flash already. Mm -hmm. Yep, and he's going to be the new iteration, which is this one's going to be uh, not Caucasian. Wally West, uh, New Fifty Two Wally. Okay. Yep. Not that I have a problem with you know change. I think that you know I think honestly I think Marvel's trying to copy DC at this point. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's think about it. <laughs> DC changed a lot of their origins and their characters and their their uh, ethnic backgrounds and sexual mm. preferences and genders <laughs> and all these other you know things that people are like oh my god we have to be PC about it you know politically correct we got to add diversity we got to add this we got to add that I mean honestly I I don't have a problem with change I just I think it's kind of dumb that they're all of a sudden I don't know I, I'm trying to tread this line very carefully because I don't want to offend anybody on I, any of the, the fronts because you know everybody's going to be so PC anymore about everything mm-hmm. and I think it's kind of bullshit and a cop out but um, I think it, 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 I think if it was legitimate writing and evolution mm-hmm. of things that it would it would not be as offending to me mm-hmm. that they're changing everything the way that they are and the same thing goes for Marvel they're doing the same thing I know this is such a off the wall thing from DC hinting at Wally West joining the CW's Flashcast, but it's uh, that's just kind of how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. It's just been something that's been bothering me since I saw the news of like, oh, Thor's going to be a female and Captain America's going to be black and everybody's making a big deal about all of it. And it's like, okay, it's the Falcon, for one, so it's already a, you know, predetermined it's a, character. Yeah, it's a taking. different character. I don't have a problem with that because... Right. That's happened before. I mean, Nightwing's taken over for Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Falcon's done it before for Captain America. I, I don't have a problem with necessarily somebody else stepping into the shoes of the name and the character. Mm-hmm. I have a problem when they change the character entirely and retcon it and, and create it, you know, oh, this is the, the new origin of the character, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This it's is like, the leave zero origin year. alone. It's just go ahead and, you know, you know, the Falcon thing, like I said, I didn't have a problem with. But the thing with, like, Thor changing and then making Tony Stark a complete a-hole 
and then you know uh you know like i said just trying to be pc about everything i I think it's just crap Mm. and i know that they're trying something new because they've been writing the same stories for these characters for anywhere from 10 to 75 years Mm -hmm. so it's getting old and they're telling the same stories and i get it but there's also a point where they don't have to have 10 Batman books and 10 Wolverine books and 10 Spider-Man books and they can oh, write some of these other dead. characters. Yeah, for now. <laughs> Give it a year. Yeah, I know. They'll revive them next year when they start talking about Apocalypse again. Um, yeah. So, but I mean, it, it's, it, it goes along those lines and I know this is kind of an with, off-wall tangent. I'll let well, you speak now. Well, with Wally, <laughs> with Wally supposedly going to be joining the flash i think that's unnecessary whether it doesn't matter what version or what color or what gender wally is i mean they could make you know they could make iris west the next new flash or so it doesn't matter to me but honestly at this point after seeing the pilot to flash uh airing on television i i have no problem with the character in the show being barry allen i really like it and it's the probably the first time in me knowing about the Barry Allen version of the Flash that I actually care about the character is in the new CW series, but it wouldn't have really been a huge leap for me if they had made his professor dude the 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 scientist dude the old dude in the wheelchair if they made that guy Barry Allen and they made the younger guy be Wally West um, that wouldn't be too huge of a leap for me. I honestly hope they don't bring in new 52 Wally West. Uh, I, I think we need to see, and maybe they'll wait till if they get a second season uh, to do this. I don't know when that's going to be done, but... I don't think that they're going to give him the powers right away, but I think that they're going to introduce him. Maybe, uh, I just, I think it's a mistake, but... Yeah. I mean, I understand that, you know, Arrow's gone, gone so well for mm-hmm. them. And it's going to cause all these splinter shows to happen. You know, look at the Flash. I mean, that's a point. But I don't necessarily want to see them tip their hand either. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, you know, like Arrow, I enjoy it. And I'll, I'm sure I'm going to, I know I'm going to enjoy Flash. It's just, I, I'd rather see them not have to create more characters of the same thing right away. Because right, yeah. Arrow was, I mean, for the first season, Arrow was by himself. Yeah. Other than Diggle, uh, he, you know, yeah, he he really was by himself. And then the second season, they had, Felicity. you know, Black Canary come in. They had, um, uh, you know, all these other characters come into the fold and in, uh, you know, Arsenal and and everybody else show up. So I mean, it's I think it's one of those things that if it happened in a natural evolution of the show. Mm-hmm. I'd be fine with it. Right. But if they're just going to bring them, you know, just keep bringing in characters to bring in characters, I I really don't want to see that. Yeah, no. There's enough shows that do that on TV that are asking to, to be hit with a sledgehammer. <laughs> um, are, are you referring to a certain city? <laughs> I, I'm not quite sure to what you're referring yeah, R. Kelly talked about it in the 1997 Batman and Robin film. <laughs> I don't recognize comments from those films. They do not exist in my mind. Uh, With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, fucking zones. <laughs> friggin' song. Alright, uh, tech news, I guess. Um, uh, well, one of note is HP splitting itself in two, which they've been talking about doing for years, and then they cancel on, on it, and then they do it again. Uh, they're separating their PC and printer business uh, from their enterprise business. Okay. So it's gonna be hardware and software. <laughs> essentially. And... So what are they going to call themselves? Hewlett on one side and Packard on the other? <laughs> oh, wait. They used to be that back in the day. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It should be interesting. I know that, you know, it's... I hope. Hopefully that means that, you know, we'll all have mm-hmm. domestic call centers. <laughs> My brother does work for one, so that, there's that that point. Yeah. But and it is HP, so so uh, which one are you going to help? Yeah, I don't know. I'm betting it will be the PC and printer side. It will not be the enterprise business. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm an asshole. Um. <laughs> Congress. <laughs> Uh, Amazon's collecting sales tax in 23 states, which I did not know. I know they were talking about it in some states, mm-hmm. but I didn't know which ones. Is it Michigan? Uh, surprisingly, Michigan's not on the list. <laughs> uh, oh, flunk them. Yeah, Kentucky's on there. Yeah, Kentucky's and, on and there. And Massachusetts. So no matter what state you lived in, it, you're screwed. Oh damn! Even Arizona's on there too. It sucks. Oh, California. I'm not surprised. Uh, California. They they need all the tax collection they can well, get. The funny thing is, is <laughs> the 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 place that everything from Amazon gets shipped from uh-huh. is in Kentucky. I know. And this is me to off. have that on there is. Total BS. Um, Amazon will just pack up and move somewhere else. Hey, where can I not pay taxes? <laughs> the Caribbean? <laughs> the Cayman Islands? Yeah, we'll go hang out in Vietnam. <laughs> you might see your stuff in, you know, four weeks. Dang me, dang me, get a rope and hang me. Oh, sorry. It's a bad Adrian Cronauer line. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm guessing that eventually all the states will be on this bandwagon, probably, because uh, Congress is trying to find any way to get money. Considering <laughs> they spend it as fast as, you know, yeah, a million people taking a pee at the same time and <laughs> wow, okay, um... you know, pissed on their wallets, yeah, on our t- on our time. Yeah, making sucks. more money than we do. Yeah, sorry, just a little bitter. <laughs> just sit through a business class and listen to you know how the government wastes money, and <laughs> we're sitting here making shit change. Yep. 
Um, I'm sorry, this is so dark this so week. When I, so when I mentioned Khan, I wasn't talking about the grass. I was talking about the fact that NASA is interested in pulling a Wrath of Khan film move with a sleep motion mission to Mars. Which I think is actually kind of cool. I think it's cool, but I think it's kind of silly that it took Star Trek into darkness for them to come up with this. Uh, considering it was done in the 60s? I know, I know. Uh, they've already got the cell phone and the pad and you know all this other stuff that was made from... Uh, you know... Uh, yeah, I just... I, I don't know. I... They haven't even, you know, they said, oh, we've successfully put people to sleep for seven hours or seven days. It's like, well, can you do it for half a year? Yeah, really. And make it work? What are you going to have, a shit tube coming out of their butt? Um, Because eventually something's going to have to come out. (laughs) But um, they can figure out a way to shut them down, and how are they going to bring them back? Yeah. They landed. Oh, it's perfect. Nobody's awake. Shit. Who's gonna wake him up? Uh, it'd be the computer. N- the the battery died. Yeah, it'd be nice if we could just build a portal to Mars. No space I, travel a needed. Ship. Yeah, yeah. Oh god. Um, I yeah. I I don't know why I'm so dark this week. It's just funny, but. Uh, but I, I think it's kind of a cool concept. I just like to see how it would actually be put into implementation mm-hmm. absolutely so apparently uh, smartphones are ushering in a new era of podcasting yeah um, well it just makes it easier for people to and I, I put this in there it's, it's kind of related but kind of not related it's um, basically showing that people with smartphones over having like your typical iPod or, or stuff yeah. like that Subscribe to a lot more, you know, about 50% more shows than what they normally would mm-hmm. uh, by having to physically download them to an iPod every week. Right. Um, because you can have it right at your fingertips through your phone. Yeah. Which is basically awesome. I mean, even now you can actually kind of get them through your car. Yep. Uh, because a lot of the newer vehicles, especially um, working at a Chevy dealership, I I have to listen to the annoying OnStar uh, <laughs> thing pop on every time you start one of the cars now, one of the 2015s or some of the 14s, but mostly the 15s. Uh, it says uh, some advertisement for OnStar, and then it says something about the, the 4G LTE network or whatever, um, and you get, basically, if you sign up for OnStar and you sign up for the 4G you can have Wi-Fi in your car hmm. wherever you go. So it's like having your, you know, like a separate bill that you're paying for an internet connection, which um, I can't see how people are going to actually pay for it, being that it doesn't say how many, you know, how much bandwidth you get. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is, is if you're already paying a data bill with your cell phone, why would you pay for it in a car? Yeah. I mean, I understand that some people are going to do it to do it, but... I just I can't see the practical practical application for it, um, but 
And let's face it, you know, when you're in a car, you're supposed to be driving, not surfing the damn internet. Well, I mean, it would be good in the sense that if you're trying to listen to podcasts and stream them to your car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I can I can see that. And then if you're using, like, Stitcher or something, that's that's kind of what the use is. And plus, yeah. if you have passengers, like, um, very short passengers that are, you know, <laughs> around the 10-year-old 10 10 age on up yeah. or sometimes younger, um, they'll be able to sit on their whatever devices and watch Cartoon Network on demand, unfortunately, and um, various <laughs> other things like that. So... I mean, I can kind of see it, but it's, again, it's more technology to go wrong in the car. So, but, yeah, anyways, it'll make it easier for people to listen to podcasts. So. Yep. Um, I think we're going to skip over to the miscellaneous pile. Okay. Um, I kind of find it interesting that... Uh, the Batman creative team at DC. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I'm referring to, don't you? Uh-huh. How they... And I was kind of pissing and moaning about this earlier on, too. Um, how they decided to make all the comics four ninety nine. Oh, no, no. That's not what was said. Come on, now. Get it right. They made Endgame four ninety nine. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. The... Creative team didn't do this. The no, edit. not the creative team. DC okay. did. Okay, I just wanted to make sure you weren't blaming Scott and Greg for the. No, 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 no. Okay. I, I give them as much as I may dislike their story plots at the moment. Uh, I do like their their you know graphics, and I do like the uh, you know the art and and the fact that they're standing up for their readership and saying that you know, hey, come on, put it back to three ninety nine. Stop being greedy. Just because it's extra pages. I mean, shoot, I, I know that you know inflation and all this other stuff and the costs and everything, but yeah, I remember in the '90s. I used to pay two dollars for a comic that was like forty pages. I remember the '80s when you could still get fifty and seventy-five cent comics. <laughs> um, but here's the thing, okay? They said in this article, or I, I remember Scott. I remember seeing tweets posted on an article from Scott and Greg where they said. All of the end game issues are going to be double issues. Here's the thing, though. I don't... Certain things, depending on what those things are, I don't quite mind. Like, if I'm going to buy a physical book, fine. I'm sorry. I already got burned buying... And don't get me wrong, I love IDW... But I already got burned by not enjoying the twenty twelve uh, the twenty fourteen Turtles annual, and I paid eight bucks for a digital copy of that. There's no way. As soon as I saw this article about the Batman price because of Endgame is all double sized issues, I immediately went to Comicsology and unsubscribed from Batman, because as much as I was interested to see what they were going to do after Zero Year, I don't have the money to spend on a $5 comic book that only has, you know, double the page. So 40 pages, 80, 70, 80 something pages. I don't have, especially for a digital copy. Well, I'm sorry, but a digital copy should not cost as much as the physical copy. Exactly. There's just no way in hell. There's no reason why it costs that much. 
I mean, I understand that they're, you know, they're trying to promote it. Or if they're going to do something like that and they're going to have the digital copy, you know, come out, have it come out, like, after the book's been out. Yeah. You know, like, a, a month or so. So people have to buy it, you know, in the store. Or if they don't want to, you know, get it that way and they want to get the digital copy, then reduce the price. But... I don't know. There's there's some kind of a weird lining that you get to play with that to, oh, for them to actually make money. But I that's why I quit collecting. Honestly, I didn't want to spend the price anymore. It, they yeah. kept jacking up the prices between. I was fine with the two ninety nine comics, which boggles my mind why some of them are two ninety nine and then some of them are three ninety nine. Like when you get Snyder and Capolo, and and don't get me wrong, I like the guys. They're they're awesome. They're yeah. they're definitely fans, and they definitely have a lot more going for them. Other than, you know, I, I would much rather read something from them them over Morrison or Dildo. Um, <laughs> Stop I, stealing my line. I figured you'd get the irony here, um, <laughs> but I, I I can't see three ninety nine was was my limit. Like I, I it killed me getting some of the annuals or some of the stuff that cost like seven. Batman and I'm like okay this is just I, I could have done without this so I quit buying those and then when it came to the point of, of Batman jumping around between $3.99 $4.99 I was like and then not liking the zero year arc I, I just I was done and I, I haven't collected since issue 30 so um, and uh, I, I even dropped Detective because I, I didn't like some of the where the direction was going for it. So, um, I mean, I may pick up the trade, yeah, to get the story arc. So I, I understand it all, but I'm I'm not gonna do the individuals anymore. It's it's getting too costly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, moving on <laughs> uh, to a lighter note, uh, Netflix is preparing to do their own digital theater uh, by signing a you know starting out by signing a four picture deal to do Adam Sandler movies oh lord um I know that some people don't like his comedy and I get it it's an acquired taste that's like Jim Carrey comedy you either like it or you don't uh huh um which I'm fortunate I love both <laughs> um <laughs> It depends on the kind of stupid, too, though. There's yeah. some... I, I will admit there are some Adam Sandler movies I can't stand. They're just too dumb for me. So, But anyways... Um, yeah, so Netflix signed uh, a deal for four original movies that Adam Sandler is to star in and produce the four films. Uh, they'll be released exclusively on Netflix. Um... Uh, and uh, the first film could hit as early as 2015. Uh, Sandler's Happy Madison will develop and produce. Uh, mm -hmm. um, the Netflix pack does not include Sandler's existing studio deals. Um, they want it basically to be all Netflix exclusive. No theater, nothing. So, um, which, that's starting between Amazon and, and Yahoo and, and Netflix starting to do all this. Digitally, they're starting to take away from the theaters, which is starting to piss them off. So uh, we'll see how that big battle evolves over the next couple of years, which I'm kind of interested if you guys have any comments on that. And, uh, you guys, you I'm the only other one here. Well, you, I'm, I'm saying... imaginary friend here? I'm talking to the listeners. <laughs> you know... 
because they have listened to it too. <laughs> um, so, anyways, uh, uh, so, uh, anyways, Adam Sandler has, despite his films having been panned by critics, uh, he has the the most popular rentals of the year, uh, the most watched films out of uh, most of Netflix queues. Uh, he's only got his, his, it says that his last Rotten Tomatoes fresh rating was for funny people, which I thought was terrible because it wasn't funny and it, it was like a dark comedy Yeah, and it was mostly him throwing F bombs and everything else. And I just, I, once they start throwing the F bombs a couple times, I'm done. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be funny. Uh, to see how that, that kind of plays out. Um, I like the quote that he says though, because it's just, it's just kind of wrong. Uh, it, it says that, uh, when these fine people came to me with an offer to make four movies for them, I immediately said yes, for one reason and one reason only. He says, Netflix rhymes with wet chicks. It sounds like a Rob Schneider line. It sounds like he may actually make a movie called Wet Chicks. Oh, God. Which would be horrible. Oh, <laughs> uh, i got to move on from this. That was at least funny, though. Yeah. Um, have you seen the, while we're still on the DC bandwagon for the moment, yes. uh, the six spoilerific teasers for Future's End? No. I am... So far out of... I, I don't even care about Future's End. Well, these are just spoiler images. They're they're basically just spelling out um, uh, some quotes. And it starts out with uh, Terry fighting against Batman in like, some kind of a weird Justice Lord slash Future's End bat suit. Nice. Yeah. Um, and the first... Uh, uh, cover says too late. I have seen it, but I is spelled like an I. Yeah. Um, and then it says you will suffer, and it's got like a heartbeat thing going on while it's showing heroes and everything. And Superman, it says you will submit. Uh, you will die. While at the top of the you will die, it's got Batman and the Joker's brains tied together with some kind of like brainiac wiring. Right. Which looks just disturbing as all hell. Um, and then it says, I am. And it's got like a picture of Brainiac. And I is spelled like I again. And it says, yeah. your future. But it shows uh, like a guy next to the Batman Beyond symbol. Yeah. In the your future. And then it's got a guy holding the bat cowl. Yeah. Which confuses the hell out of me. I don't even know. And I'm not even. I. I, I will pick it up when it comes to trade. Yeah, end. but I have no ambition to see what happens after because it's another like almost infinite crisis type thing going on. Oh, did you hear the news about them? I don't know if this is news, if it's true or not. I saw rumors on the internet somewhere about how there's a potential where they may um, cross, uh, they may unite the continuities and have pre-New 52 and New 52 as one whole new continuity and have them coexist. What? Yeah, that's what I said. 
That must be what multiversity is. I honestly might as well have... just cancel all the comics and just have it as one giant comic. I I honestly have no idea. I saw this on Newsarama somewhere late, earlier this week, and I thought it was. They said if DC decides to unite pre New Fifty Two and New Fifty Two continuity, would you guys be interested in it and whatever else and. I just did, like, I don't know, I did some weird math in my head, and if it's pre-New 52 and New 52, that would be the new 104, because 52 and 52 is 104, I don't know, anyway, uh, I, I don't want to see two, two Bruce Waynes, I don't want to see, you know, well, uh, I, you'll have a, you'll have a repaired Joker, mm-hmm. um, well, that's why I was kind of out with. on Future's End, because, I'll be honest, and I think most people would know this by now, I pretty much only care about the Bat Family when it comes to DC. I mean, I like Superman, and I like, you know, certain aspects of his universe and stuff like that. I like certain members of the Green Lantern Corps, like Kilowog, like Hel- uh, like Kilowog, like Kyle Rayner, like Jon Stewart. Um, but when I first read Future's End number zero... I figured, okay, Future's End, this is going to be the introduction of Terry McGinnis in the New 52. It's going to focus on Terry McGinnis. And by issue one, issue two, issue three, by issue three, I was out of Future's End. I was done because there was not enough Terry McGinnis. There was all these other storylines being set up, and I just did not care. And I did not want to spend the money on something I did not care about. No, I get it. I that's kind of why I drop comics. Yeah, I'll wait and see what happens over the next year or two. Um, I mean, I might pick them back up, but I I don't know at this point. Yeah, I I just I'm so sick of the flip flopping and the the goofy continuities and some of these. The problem is, and I think it's it's because you get too many of the pre New Fifty Two people. Yep, still stuck in pre New Fifty Two mode, trying to write their pre New Fifty Two stories in the New Fifty Two. Yep. Which is why the the continuity never made sense to begin with when they switched. Yep. I mean, for me at this point, I have okay. Outside of the 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 licensed title that DC is doing, which is Masters of the Universe, um, I have Eternal, Batgirl, and Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond is going to be ending in November. Batgirl, uh, depending on the story, uh, because there's a new creative team now, a whole new creative team, starting with issue 35. Uh, right now, I'm not too keen on the art, but I'll give it at least two issues and check it out. If I don't like it, I'm done with Batgirl. I'm pretty much, by the end of this year, I will have probably one DC title, and it's not even a DC, like, core DC character title. It's basically He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. The rest of my subscriptions are Cowl, Turtles, and Transformers, which Cowl is Image... Uh, Turtles and Transformers are IDW. Uh, you know, um, yeah, I'm all but done with DC at this point. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of done. Yep. I, and yeah, I just I, I can't say enough of how much it bothers me. Yep, it's just not good anymore. On the plus side, yes. Um, 
rumors are Fox is developing a X-Men TV show. And Sony Marvel could share Spider-Man. <laughs> I saw the picture. Uh, that I think it was, I, again, I think it was Newsarama. I don't know, but what, what would you think if, if Spider-Man joined the Avengers? And it shows a picture of, on, on the left-hand side, it's the current Marvel Universe Avengers uh, with Andrew Griffiths, uh, Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man. You know they're talking about replacing him after the Sin- Sinister Six or with the Sinister Six film, yeah, yeah. which I think is kind of a weird way to go about it. Yeah, yeah, that's what we need. We need three different Spider-Men in in uh, a ten-year span. Yeah, really. Uh, Batman hasn't even had that many reincarnations. Well, not in ten years. Yeah. Okay. Not in ten years. Okay. So, same thing with Daredevil. I mean, they, well, they it's been 10 years since they've had a Daredevil. Yeah, it's been 11, yeah. Well, no, Batman, back in the day, between eight, okay, it's more like eight years. In an eight-year span, Batman changed twice. Because Michael Keaton was in the first two, and then Kilmer. So there have been two other Batmans other than Keaton. Uh, in the movies before that, you know, 97 or 2005 gap between Clooney and Bale. But yeah, I I don't know. If Fox has Gotham at this point, if Gotham doesn't succeed, I don't think a lot of people will be that surprised. Um, so far, it seems to be doing okay it's not a out of the gate hit um i I don't know i i don't know i just wish that with marvel being owned by disney at this point i wish that marvel would have their own live action channel for their property shows I wish really DC do. had all their stuff on one channel, too. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. You know, the CW? Yep. Well, yeah. All right, should we get into some feedback or no? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, anyways, uh, well, uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on is the, the William Shatner oh, yeah. Star Trek Three cameo. Um, he's been... He's made it blatantly obvious he's in open talks. Um, um, as far as as you know that, um, or he's at least been somewhat approached. Uh, but they, what they want to do with him is have him do like uh, the rumor that's going around right now is. Um, He's kind of flip flopping on whether people ask him or have contacted him or not. It's right. It's I, who knows what the hell's going on. But anyways, um, he, the, what they want to have happen is have future Spock and future Kirk, future Kirk, in the current continuity, not the like they want to jump time, like to when they're old, right. 
so technically Kirk is still alive in this continuity. So they would meet themselves, their younger self, but it's all within the same timeline. It's not jumping to the original timeline where Kirk is actually dead. So they basically want to do a back to the future, but they can actually see themselves and nothing, the, 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 the universe doesn't explode. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, sure, why not? I mean, you know, at this point with Star Trek, I, I didn't have as many issues because I'm, I'm a casual Star Trek fan. I mean, I grew up watching Next Generation, but honestly, I barely remember any of it. Um, but uh, I think I said this to you off air. I wish that they would do like a Generations 2 or something like that, um, where it's, you know, something like, uh, you know, Kirk and Spock have to go back in time to like in, in, in the current timeline old Kirk and old Spock have to go back to young Kirk and Spock and I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Looking forward to some stuff. I know that it, it looks like William Shatner is a big fan of Supernatural though. I always say that because he's been posting on Twitter constantly. Supernatural <laughs> season 10 starts tonight. Um, and he's like almost like Twitter stalking the stars of it. The Jared Padalecki and uh, Jensen Ackles and Misha Collins oh, and I mean, um, you know, uh, Mark Shepard. It's, I don't know. It's, it's cool. <laughs> If you had to pick one TV show that's on TV right now that's kind of the, the off-the-wall thing, then uh, um, yeah, that, that um, he picked Supernatural. So, <laughs> uh, But anyways, listener comments. Uh, Connor Murphy says, if they don't call the next Star Trek movie Star Trek The Search for Future Spock, they would be making a horrible mistake. <laughs> Which would be funny because they're probably going to have to actually search for future Spock and future Kirk. Yeah, that's probably what they're going to do. And then I threw out a bunch of yeah. random what I think it should be called. And yeah. then you threw out yours. Yes. Uh, the other one I just thought of by looking at one of yours was instead of the age of dissolution, the age of defiance. <laughs> <laughs> Because the Defiant was the ship in Into Darkness. No, that was the Vengeance. Oh. No, I thought that was the Defiant. No. Okay, whatever. <laughs> like I said, I'm casual over here, damn it. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I know that movie. I hate it with passion. <laughs> I don't hate the movie itself. Well, we explain that anyway. Yeah. Um, so... Animation Addict says, uh, this episode reminds me of why I can't stand the gamer community. All they do is bitch and whine about everything like spoiled children, yet still play or still pay and play the games that they are complaining about. I didn't say a word. Um, <laughs> and I defended myself, uh, even though it wasn't warranted. Um, Justin Washington says, uh, I would say, though, that all the complaints about Destiny were 100% on point, though, just giving the truth from where I'm sitting. 
Uh, and then he kind of went back and says, I, I don't doubt that. I simply don't understand why people even play video games when all people do is complain 80% of the time about it. If something caused me that much strife, I'd stop doing it. Uh, so, yeah, I thought it was kind of funny. And Epicurious Obsidium says, uh, the changing of endings based on fan reaction because uh, we're talking about video game endings changed, um, is an old, as old as stories themselves. Even literature greats like Charles Dickens changed the ending of books because of fan outrage. It has happened countless times in all different forms and shapes and sizes. Sometimes those changes are bad because uh, sometimes they are good. Uh, it's just the nature of telling story for the masses. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it's... It's funny what what changes just because of uh, backlash. Oh, absolutely. It's like, nope, just stick to your guns. And I don't know if I want to reveal this, but um, I will. (laughs) I don't think, if I've ever read Great Expectations, it has been a long-ass time since then. And the only thing I remember... Like, really remember a version of that that I can actually attest to is the 1998 Gwyneth Paltrow Ethan Hawke film <laughs> with Robert De Niro and, uh, um, oh god, uh, oh crap, what's his name? Oh Christ, the guy that played, um, Chris Cooper. That's the guy that played, uh, Norman Osborne in Amazing Spider Man 2. But yeah, yep. So, so yeah. What? Yeah. Anyways, um, sorry. I think that about rounds it out. Yep. Um, not too bad. Still kind of around an hour. Actually, a little bit over, but not by much. Hopefully, <laughs> this isn't uh, a total train wreck. Uh, if you guys have any questions for us or anything that you'd like to bring up, uh, feel free. Again, looking for comments about the the Netflix and uh, movie theater debacle that'll, I'm sure, be coming down soon. (laughs) Again, because you're going to start seeing, I think, a lot more of that Netflix taking away uh, and and other media streaming sources taking away uh, films from the theater. Oh, absolutely. Um, So... Which means you may not see as big of blockbusters as what you're used to because they can't exactly afford to throw the money into it. Well, you know, I'll tell you this right now. There's a film on iTunes that hadn't even, I don't think, hit uh, hit theaters. Uh, it's called um, Drive Hard. I kid you not, that's what it's called. It stars... Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> it stars... Um, uh, Thomas Jane and uh, let's see here. I pull it up. Uh, Drive Hard. It stars um, stars John Cusack and 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 Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane, the 2004 Punisher. The um, original title of this was Hard Drive, but it's basically a former race car driver Peter Roberts traded the winner's circle for a nine to five job as beginner's driving instructor. 
But his life shifts into overdrive when Simon Keller hijacks Peter to be his getaway driver in a $9 million heist. This movie hadn't even um, gotten released in theaters, and it was on iTunes for 10 bucks. So the age of films potentially being uh, on mass media before theaters is very... Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now on iTunes. It's... Um, you can rent it for six ninety nine uh, in either HD or SD, um, but yeah, it's crazy that I don't even think it it's something theaters yet, and it's already on iTunes. Uh, let's see your release date. It doesn't even say. Hmm. Wow, that's crazy. Interesting. Or not. I was like screwing with you. Um, so I think that about uh, cuts it out this week. Um, yep. So if you'd like to interact with the fo- uh, with the show, you can do so <laughs> the following ways. With a foe. What the? F- but um, call the voicemail line at 502-526-5821. You can email us, feedback at geekcastradio.com. You can visit the episode post on the website, geekcastradio.com. You can get a hold of us on Twitter at SCP21, and yours, sir? At and Mike. So, as always, get Altered Geek Geeky with you Altered Geeks. See you next time.